Welcome to the Wild Soul Cast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred space where we hold deep conversations on spirituality, conscious leadership, feminism, creativity, and how to more meaningfully and intentionally nurture connection within ourselves and with others. Welcome to the very first episode of the Wild Soul Cast. This is your host, Anna Kinkela, and I am over the moon excited to begin this journey with you and to create sacred space for the deep conversations that I'll be diving into with other amazing women who are doing amazing things in the world. I wanted to start off the podcast and launch it with an episode zero because I wanted to take a moment to introduce it and to really talk about what the podcast means to me and what this space means to me and also what wildness means to me. I wanted to also take an opportunity to introduce myself. I know that there are some folks who are going to be coming into the podcast who maybe followed me on Instagram and are somewhat familiar with my work and others who might stumble upon the podcast and who don't know much about me or my work in the world. So I wanted to take a moment to also introduce myself and talk about that. When I decided to start a podcast, it was a huge growth edge for me. And so one of the things that I imagine this podcast being is really a representation of my growth, hopefully as well as yours. So I see podcasts as an opportunity for us to deepen together and to learn together, to get uncomfortable together, and to expand our horizons so that this podcast perhaps will look really different in a couple months' time. And so I'm eager to do the growing, I'm eager to do the stretching, um, and I'm eager to also hold a space for you all to be there with me in that container. So I'd love to talk to you about the intention of this podcast and what you can expect from it every single week. The podcast is really going to be a mixture of solo casts where I come on here by myself and talk about something that I've really been pondering for myself or in my business, something that shows up a lot for my clients or just for me personally. And I'll spend some time unpacking that and really diving deep into it. And this is really where I'd also love to hear from you, the listeners, about things that you would like to hear me talk about. In general, this podcast is going to be focused on spirituality, conscious leadership, and what that really means, feminism, creativity with not just me, but also in conversation with unique and dynamic women who really strive to shift and change the dominant narrative, who are out there 
really affecting change and doing their soul work. In addition, one of the things that I really focus on in my work with women is shadow work. And it's something that I'm really passionate about, something I love guiding women through, because I truly believe that the more we can hold space for the discomfort, the mess, the the things that we would rather not face inside of ourselves, the more we can wholly and completely accept and love ourselves and rise into our light and into the kind of leadership that we really envision for ourselves and the kind of leadership we want to see in the world. The more uncomfortable that we can be with some of the darkness, the more we will be able to embrace the light. So that is something that I will be talking about in the podcast and that I love talking about. So stay tuned for that. And now I want to take a few moments to introduce myself and talk about my work in the world. I am a women's leadership coach with a background as a mental health therapist. And it's something I still do. I have a private practice. I've focused most of my career on working with folks with trauma. And I really transitioned into being a women's spiritual leadership coach because it gave me so much space to, A, be who I truly am, and also really to facilitate women's transformation into reclaiming the wildness within them really embracing their mess and showing up boldly, truthfully, in an embodied way as themselves in their life and in their business. And the reason I shifted to this work is because finding my own wildness changed me really profoundly and shifted the course of my life. And so my mission really became in working with women and instilling and helping them raise into their own power and really reclaiming that part of them that has been lost for some time. And that is a common narrative that I see with women in general. Definitely a narrative that was true for me is that for many of us, we feel like this part of us that we know is there isn't being expressed fully. And perhaps you're living under certain belief structures and certain rules that were once taught to you, that you are now performing, that you are now living out in your life, but that don't really sit with you, that don't really feel like they are a product of who you truly are. And so this question of what wildness is and what wildness feels like and means to you is really at the core of the work that I do. And naturally, when we're talking about really uncovering ourselves, unveiling our true selves, we're definitely talking about shadow work because shadow work is the realm of the unconscious, the realm of all of the stories and things that we've heard throughout our lifetime that automatically and unconsciously plays out in our lives in some way. And by doing the work of really getting to know our shadow 
and really getting to know what that wild soul is about, you start to reclaim layer by layer and you start to really stand in your embodied truth. This work can really help you stand in your power. This work can really help you be seen by others and by yourself. And this work can really help take what you know in your mind, what you know cognitively, and it can help you drop it into your body, drop it into your full expression and experience in your life and business. And so I work with women who really want to do that uncovering work, really want to do that deep soul work. And I also work with women who want to do it as a part of really helping them be themselves in their business and help them clarify their purpose and where they want to go and what that's going to look like. Because it's so easy for us to get caught up in our own stories when we're creating our own business and really get caught up in who we think we need to be in order to be X, Y, and Z, in order to be successful, in order to be happy, in order to be fulfilled. And so really being able to reclaim their wild core center and their voice and their power within that helps them transform what their business is about, how they show up in their business, and also it helps them shift their life into a different direction. So this is really deep, beautiful, uncomfortable soul work that is a huge passion for me. And so this podcast is going to be very much a reflection of that on many levels and that we're going to be talking about things, tools that can really help you uncover some of those layers and peel back the layers that are stopping you um, or creating obstacles for you. And hopefully it will help define what wildness means to you because we all have a unique definition of our own wildness since we are all unique souls and unique beings. So it is a self-inquiry. It's a journey that we will all embark on together. I want to talk about the meaning of wildness to me, not necessarily what it means to me in my personal life or how I express that, but what I mean when I say wildness. And before I get into my definition of it, I would love to read two poems to you. And this is something that I am thinking about really interweaving into a lot of my podcasts, if not all of them, is poetry. Poetry has always been such a powerful tool for me to feel some of my feelings. And if you look at you know, any type of work of art, perhaps that's music for you, perhaps that's a painting for you. I think we all have our ways of feeling through someone else's experience. And so poetry for me has always had that role. There's something truly magical and powerful in the way that poems are made and created. So without further ado, I'm going to read the two poems. This is a poem from Pavana, and it goes like this. You will become a graveyard of all the women 
you once were, before you rise one morning, embraced by your own skin. You will swallow a thousand different names before you taste the meaning held within your own. Mm. It's just beautiful. And I think for me at least, this encapsulates the meaning of wildness and what it means to uncover each layer of ourselves and wake up each morning really tasting a different meaning of who we truly are. So that's poem number one. And then poem number two is by Nikita Gill, Wolf and Woman. Some days I am more wolf than woman and I am still learning how to stop apologizing for my wild. And I think that this gets at the core of another piece of wildness is that for many of us, it's hard to break through expectations, break through the rules that society or our parents or, you know, other narratives have set for us and really stand in the power of what it means to be who we truly are, what it means to embody our own wildness. And so how would it feel to not apologize for that wildness? How would it feel to truly embrace the wolf within you and feel that rawness, feel the beauty, the messiness, the power of all of that? So that is another powerful poem that I really come back to over and over again. So I think these two poems are such a good introduction to talking about wildness and what that means to me and how I see it within my work. And that we are all of these beautiful, unique souls that come from a collective consciousness. And when we're born, we're this pure form of soul and then over time, we learn things right from our family, from society, from friends. We have experiences. And all of that informs who we become. And not all of that is bad, right? And I would argue that none of that is bad. I think it's part of our journey. And also along the way, what happens is we give away ourselves. We give away our power so that we fit into those narratives, especially when we talk about dominant narratives in society or dominant narratives in our family. Sometimes they fit us and sometimes they don't, but oftentimes because we want to fit in, we want to be loved, we want to be accepted, we want to be respected, we decide to shape our lives and our directions in the way that society and family expect us to. And so at the end of the journey or in the middle of the journey or maybe at the very beginning of the journey, depending on how you look at it, you find yourself in a life or in a business or in a space in your life where you've assumed all of these narratives, all of these ways of being without truly 
letting them sit with you and seeing if they fit you, if they land with you, if they feel good to you. And so I think that there's definitely a lot of fear, right, that surrounds us stepping out of dominant narratives, stepping out of dominant ways of being. And we can definitely see that um, in the way that, you know, people are pressured or bullied to conform, whether it's what's the right way to be a woman, what's the right way to be a man, you know, what's the right way to love someone or who is the quote unquote right person to love, right? And so there are all these dominant narratives that play out, all of these ways of being that are accepted and then all these other ways of being that are not. And so it really takes a lot of courage and bravery for us to step into that wildness and for us to look at those narratives and choose which ones fit us and which ones don't, which ones we really want to embody and which ones we want to let go of. And so at the core of it, wildness is about that unveiling. It's about that peeling away of the layers that are not serving us anymore. And wildness to me is also how do we embody that soul, that pure soul within a human existence? And so we can all really strive for being spiritually enlightened and being spiritual beings. And all of that is a worthwhile and necessary journey. And what's also true for all of us is that we are all embedded within a human existence, within a human body. And whatever that human body is really shapes our experience of life and how we are able to live it. And so even though we have incredible power on the individual realm, there's incredible power in shifting our thoughts and beliefs. There is also the recognition that the narratives that society has created has definitely created more privilege for some and more spaces of struggle and discrimination for others whether it's because of the color of your skin, your gender, your sexual orientation, your able-bodiedness, whatever that is for you. So wildness to me means grappling with how do we practice being spiritual within a human body? How do we approach each day from a spiritual perspective, but still rooted in what it means to be human, what it means to be in this social context and in this time? Because it is a completely uncharted way of being for each one of us. Each one of us has such unique attributes, such unique things about ourselves and our experiences that really does equate to a specific form of wildness. And so how is it that we practice that? How is it that we can embody that and be both human and spiritual at the same time and deal with the mess of what that all comes with? So wildness by no means is you being this perfect version of yourself, this enlightened version of yourself. It means grappling with all that you are, the depth of who you are on the soul level, while being in the mess of what life can bring, the mess of what we cannot control, and also knowing what we can control. 
And I think control is definitely something that I will be diving into in one of the podcast episodes because it comes up so much for my clients, definitely comes up for me individually. What also calls to me deeply within the realm of wildness is its connection and reflection in nature. And I do truly see myself as a reflection of nature, and I see all of us as people who are reflected in the trees and the wind and the sun and the environment that we live in. And definitely as we've become more modernized, that connection that we've always had with nature has become more and more distanced. And I believe that the more we can return to that connection, the more we can recognize ourselves within nature, the more that we come back to this deep and sacred knowing of ourselves that we used to have, but that we lost along the way. So wildness is a deep knowing of who you are that's reflected all around you. If you really close your eyes and tune into the wind, if you allow yourself to feel the sun on your shoulders, if you look at a flower that's just opening its blooms and welcoming in the new day, all of that is such a beautiful reflection of the beauty of who we are inside and out. And so one of the ways that I really deeply connect with my wildness is by going out into nature. And I also see how our human bodies are reflected in the elements, how our leadership is reflected in the elements. And that is one of the big pieces that I'll be touching on in the coming weeks. And my podcast is really our connection to the elements and how that translates to how we show up for ourselves, how we show up for the world, and how we can really use and tune into the elements as a way to touch our wildness even more profoundly and really lead from that embodied space. The other piece that I wanted to touch on is what I mean when I say leadership and why it's been important for me to really claim the name of women's leadership coach and what I do. And one of the unfortunate realities is that women aren't encouraged or taught to be leaders. And the dominant narrative in our society has never centered women within leadership roles. And, you know, that tide is definitely, I think, turning little by little. I'm seeing women going into leadership roles more. I'm seeing children being taught a different narrative that I hope will continue to spread and shift the tides. But I know for me growing up, I never really thought of myself as a leader or that opportunity never seemed open to me. And I didn't even really know what a leader meant other than I knew that it probably meant like the head of some bank or institution, a CEO, you know, some savvy business person or a senator or someone who had real power. 
And I want to shift the dominant narrative of what it means to be a leader, of what it means to embody our leadership, because truly we are all leaders in our own individual lives, because as individuals, we undoubtedly impact those around us, whether through relationships or whether through formal leadership roles that we hold in our businesses or in the careers that we have. But we are really all truly leaders, and it's not a title that's reserved for someone who has something that you don't. But it is a title that we all need to really claim for ourselves because when you are a leader of your life, you are assuming power of your own experience and you are really stepping into your own power and owning that. And so for me, leadership means a much more broad term than I think we automatically think of. And I want that term to be something that women really associate with themselves, that women can really claim for themselves. And so I think that a lot of what I teach is it's definitely personal leadership and how we show up in our personal leadership inspires others and can inspire communities and can also shift the dialogue on a global perspective. So we can't ever forget the impact that we have, no matter how small we think it is, we never know how big and broad and beautiful it can become if we really own who we are and if we really allow ourselves to step into the power that we know is within us. The universe truly does rest in you. And so the more that you can feel that, the more that you can express that in your life, the more impact you will have, whether it's in your relationships or in your community or even on a global scale. So it's really exciting for me to talk about leadership. It's really exciting for me to empower other women to see themselves as leaders and really encouraging a form of leadership that is embodied within you. So it's not some formula you learned from someone else. It's not a way of putting people down. It's not a way of assuming power over others, but it's more about inhabiting that energy and that power within yourself in a way that truly fits you, that truly fits who you are, that honors you, and that also honors the sovereignty of other people because we need that type of leadership in the world. So that is what I also want to talk about on this podcast and why I centered leadership within that and why conscious leadership is so important as well as sacred leadership. And so we'll dive into the meanings of that and really hopefully open our horizons to accept what it means to be a leader from an embodied perspective. As you can see, there are so many topics that we are going to be diving into, and this is really meant to scratch the surface to just give you a glimpse of what's to come in the podcast and just to give you a glimpse of who I am. As we unravel through the podcast, you'll also get personal stories from my world um, because I deeply believe that everyone's Everyone has a story that 
they can share that can help inspire others. So my hope is that my story will inspire you. And my deep desire is that the stories that you hear of other women who come onto the show can also inspire you and really help you explore and become curious in different directions on different things, as well as just curious on deeper levels within your own self, within your own self-inquiry. Be sure to join me next week for a beautiful conversation with an amazing woman and check out any of the links that I have in the show notes. If you want to learn more about me or what I do, you can check out my Instagram and my website. And also if you feel called to join my Facebook community, the link is in the comments. I can't wait to see you all here next time. And until then, Have a beautiful week ahead.